if something's wrong with me, do I just call up a doctor's office and be like, hey, can I come see you? What a revolutionary <laughs> idea, right? Uh, I feel like mentally I'm not even here right now. So this will be really fun. I got that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, not sorry. No. I wish I wish I had a Pico here to cuddle with right now. Aww. Oh, that reminds me. Oh. <laughs> jingle, I, jingle. I promise that's not what I, where I was going with that. I did hear his collar and think, oh, Pico. Okay. I didn't know if you heard it first. I just know when you said that, then I, you know, like gave him a little scratch. And I was like, jingle. I was like, okay. Wait. Oh, one more thing. Do you think, can does your microphone have a little knob that you can turn up and down for the volume? Yes. Can you turn it down just a tiny bit? Yep. I'm trying this thing where where I actually look at the levels. And <laughs> okay. okay, I think we'll be good. Okay. All right. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. <laughs> friends. You act like you're yes. so surprised to have friends. I kind of am. I know, right? <laughs> As I was saying that, I was like, well, me too. Yeah, um, exactly. Welcome to Pickles and Vodka, the mental health podcast where imperfect people have imperfect conversations. I'm Christina. And I am Lauren, and this is Pico, <laughs> even though you can't see him. <laughs> yes, Pico is the invisible third co-host of the podcast as of right now. Yes. <laughs> He's probably going to contribute today more than me. <laughs> um, so today we're talking about procrastination when it comes to mental health. I got to be honest, whenever we have topics like this that are kind of broad and like mm-hmm. general... I'm always worried it's going to be a little boring because, you know, we like to talk about the really fucked up topics and like, especially the ones that pertain to our personal lives, the ones that are really juicy and like dramatic. And so when we cover something like toxic positivity or like procrastination, you know, I think it's going to be boring, but it, it always ends up being super, super timely. Yeah, we, we can make all the general topics into something fucked up just as easily. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's also a good point. But yeah, before we talk about that, I think we need to check in for a second. All right. Where, where, All right. where are you at, Lauren? Um, how about you tell us where you at first? Because I got to put my thoughts together. <laughs> oh, damn it. I was, I've been trying to put my thoughts together for a week. <laughs> oh, no. We're both procrastinating. Oh, <laughs> so- no. I spend like five minutes trying to get the audio quality right, and then I just start screaming anyway. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, nothing really bad happened this week, but I've mm-hmm. come down with a, another nasty bout of the depression. Uh-huh. Uh, it's so inconvenient. Like, every time... <laughs> well, okay, it was No, I of, get that. That's why I kind of laughed at it. Like, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, and I apologize, listeners. I'm kind of in a brain fog right now. Like, when I get these bouts of depression, it's really hard to think, and it's really hard to articulate my thoughts. And so I'm going to do my best today, but um, it'll be interesting. Like I said to you in response, I mean... I understand what you're kind of talking about. And that's not the same as like how I came at today. But sometimes also you just have those days where you just feel like, I can't. I can't. Today, today. Yeah. I can't today. I literally can't. (laughs) Yeah. And that's why I told Christina, I was like, it's a good thing I have a dog. Yeah. Literally he is. I mean. (laughs) Yeah. We were texting back and forth about uh because we used to like I, I feel like when we first became co-hosts I was so worried about like our schedule and mm-hmm. now we pretty much meet at the same time every Saturday and so we will like n- not talk to each other for, until like 10 minutes before like yeah, oh are you, are you gonna like, are you good same time right we're like yep <laughs> yeah um but yeah we were texting each other a little bit ago and like Lauren was <laughs> tell the listeners what you were doing <laughs> I said I had rediscovered my love of doing jigsaw puzzles and I wasn't sure that I'd remember to stop in time yeah. to record. <laughs> I thought I loved getting that text because I was literally like lying in bed, just like unable to muster the energy to get up and my cats are like sleeping next to me and that makes it even harder. Mm-hmm. And, and then you're just like, I, I can't record. I'm doing a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> 
It's just funny to me. I'm like over here. I, I don't I don't know if I can record. I'm so fucking depressed. And you're like, I don't know if I can record. I'm doing a jigsaw puzzle. I can't stop doing a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> you know what? I love that for you. That makes me very happy. What jigsaw puzzle is it? It is a hundred and or thousand five hundred piece because I don't believe in doing any less at this point. I got too good at them. Oh, you're one of and... those people. Oh, you know what? <laughs> people who spend a lot of time in psych wards tend to be good at jigsaw puzzles. Oh, cool. Did you ever do that in treatment? <laughs> I We did. Um, yeah. I mean, everyone does. One of them. Yeah. We just got really into it and always had big puzzles going. Oh, but it is, um, it's all the, it's like a winter scene with, you know, like big, like winter sky and it's all of the signs of the Zodiac kind of like lit up and sparkly in it. Oh. So it's really cool. <laughs> that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have the patience for puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like the ones that I've tried to do have always have missing pieces. So when I do get invested I in one, I hate that. Yeah, I can't. I can't <laughs> that, fall through. That's why after I was doing this one, I had to like cover it up because I'm like, God damn it, meatball will come up and bat a piece oh, around. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. another thing with cats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an extra challenge, I guess. Yeah. Um. Okay, but I guess I I should try to get into more serious mode. Um. So, like, I've been feeling really depressed this week. And, like, I did get some bad news um, about my, like, in my professional life. I got some Mm, bad news mm -hmm. this week. And I don't know. It's just really, I have been trying so hard, like, since I moved to Virginia uh, over a year ago to fit into this mold of what I Mm -hmm. think other people want for me. Or people, like, what I think I should be based on other people's expectations yeah. you know mm-hmm. and so like when I first moved here I went to school for a semester even though I gra- it took me eight years to get my undergrad and I told myself I would never go back to school but like I tried going back for my master's this year I quit after a semester didn't talk about it a ton on the podcast because it still brings me a lot of shame and like the same applies to my like professional life I think I've been trying really hard to fit into this mold and like do the things that I'm quote unquote supposed to do but that don't really make me happy Mm-hmm. And so um, I've been working really, really hard lately to like, I don't know, I don't want to give too many details, obviously, but um, I've been trying to to push myself to be someone I'm not. And I think it's hitting me that maybe that's not what I'm supposed to do. And it, it kind of makes me sad to realize that because like, I'm worried about what people will think. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I don't know. It's, all I want to do is just like make art and make this podcast and like have enough money to survive. Like that's all I want to do. I don't have the energy for this, like all this extra stuff. Yeah, I get that. Um, I, I felt that way when I first started with my band in Chicago, because when I started with them, you know, I, it was, I answered a random ad actually, (laughs) Mm. but, but it was, uh, you know, it was one that appealed to me because it said like, Hey, we're, I mean, we're all guys in our late thirties, early forties. You know, some of us have families. We're not expecting to like run out and get famous. This is just something that we enjoy. And I was like, Oh, good. Cause you know, I was someone in my mid thirties then. And I was like, that's kind of how I feel. I'm not, you know, like 19 and just going to pack up and leave my life and think I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah, I was trying to like reach for a be the next, and for some reason, all that came to my mind was Justin Bieber. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Which is not what I ever aspired to see, you know, in my musical career. <laughs> I don't but, know. You say but, that, but, but yeah, sometimes then when we'd start playing, and you know, like a Kate, very occasionally, we would have a show that would actually pay us pretty well, and that's what I like kind of dream in my head. I was like, actually, I'd rather just do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh, so you had the opposite experience where you were like, you tried to do it on the side, and you were like, I just want this to be my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I feel like I am at right now. But it's like I also need money and health insurance. But like exactly. I don't know. It it really feels like there's nowhere to turn in these sorts of situations. Yeah, like you're just pigeonholed and stuck, even if you've realized it doesn't feel good. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't feel... I I just don't feel good. At the end of the day, I don't feel good, and it's hard. Like, I was just listening to this podcast that I used to listen to, like, way back in, like, 2018 called Eating Alone in My Car. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's Good name. I know. So (laughs) it's one of my favorite authors, Melissa Broder, um, she's no longer anonymous, but she 
started an anonymous Twitter account called So Sad Today. And mm. it turned into some book deals. And like now she has a podcast. But like she was talking about something that we, you and I have talked about on the podcast all the time, which is like, what do you do when you want to reach out for help, but you just can't bring yourself uh. to like all of the barriers that face you when you want to reach out for help. And yeah. she was saying like, it's so hard to tell someone you don't, you're not fine because like then you're committing to, you know, having them check back it up on you, you know, mm-hmm. and, and like feelings come and go so fast. Like for yes. me, I know that I've felt like this before and I know it'll pass, but it every time it just feels worse. And because I might wake up tomorrow and feel fine, I yeah. feel like the feelings I have right now aren't valid. And like, there's no way I can possibly communicate to people how bad it is because like, if I'm fine tomorrow, like they're just going to be worried about me for nothing, you know? And then, yeah. and you hope it's the last time. Right. Don't we always? <laughs> but it's just like... <laughs> And and it even talking about it on the podcast feels so old because I feel like we keep having the same conversation and we continue to struggle uh-huh. with the same thing. And it's like, well, what are you going to do about it? I don't fucking yeah. know. Talk about it. right? I guess this is what we're doing about it. <laughs> we're talking about it. <laughs> yeah. It just but I sucks. Know, I get that. Like, that's a main reason why at this point I feel like. I don't care to be honest with my parents about, you know, like if things are going wrong. I mean, I feel like the the first couple times that I let them in, you know, like it's big and it's dramatic and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, like this, this is actually like a really, you know, distressing spot that I've gotten into. And now when I like open up, I don't know, you know, like the third or fourth time, then it just kind of feels like they're over there frustrated. Like, why isn't she fixed? Yeah. <laughs> it truly does. Like, I know when you're young and you're first learning about... Discovering depression. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say when you're first learning about your mental illness and experiencing yeah. it, you know, it's all... It is. There is a certain level of drama to it and attention and excitement. And then the older you get, like all of those quote unquote benefits really do disappear. Mm-hmm. It's like not only are you still miserable in your mental illness, but also you don't you no longer have that sympathy or like that. The novelty has worn off. Yeah. To everyone yeah, like else. At, at first, I feel. Yeah. Like, like you said, it's it's a weird like kind of enjoyment. I mean, yeah. you, you, you find yourself like, oh, I am just laying in bed listening to depressing music, unable to get up today. And you're just kind of like, yeah, that's kind of like how I've always seen it. Wow, I'm experiencing this. Yeah. Like literally yesterday, last night was the worst because I, I had a rough day at work and then I got home and I got this bad news. And then I just kind of sunk into this depression mm-hmm. spiral. And I try to do the things to get myself out. Like... Absolutely. I tried so many things and like mm-hmm. I tried vacuuming. I ended up knocking something over and breaking a, like something. And like I tried, I even gave, like, ate ice cream and then I spilled oh. it on my favorite tie-dye sweatpants. No. Chocolate ice cream. Oh. I'm just, so this it's... is why you don't eat chocolate ice cream. <laughs> it's the worst one. Okay. I, you can pry my chocolate ice cream out of my cold dead hands. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't want it. It's the worst one. <laughs> Well, that works out then. Yeah. You can have your chocolate chip ice cream, your vanilla chocolate chip. Yep. And I can have my chocolate and yeah, we're good. Um, What were we even talking about? Um, You're trying to get, trying to do the right thing to get out of depression. You're just trying to do the right thing. And I mean, we're talking about procrastinating today and like, obviously like gearing yourself up to do these things is so hard. And so then when you actually do them and then they don't work out, it's just, it's like an extra slap in the face. Yeah. I remember, yeah, that would feel sometimes like if I'd been talking with a therapist about depression for a while and how I was feeling, it almost felt like it was a little kind of like, so there when I'd get to come in and be like, yeah, I was feeling that way all this week. I made myself get up and exercise a couple days and I still feel like shit. (laughs) Yeah, that's another thing I did yesterday, too. I walked for like mm-hmm. a long time because sometimes the thoughts in my head are so dark. I feel like if I go home, I'll either just sit for hours and be depressed or I'll do something bad. And so mm-hmm. I literally like will just walk until I'm too uh, too tired because it, it, it's an escape. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, I'm just looking for escapes. <laughs> and it works <laughs> for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I think I'm I'm done talking about 
my depression for now. It's just, it. that's where I'm at. Where are you at? Um. So I am at, I don't know how I want to describe it. You were it. feeling kind of shitty last week. You talked yeah. about that thing at your job and how you were feeling overlooked and unappreciated. Yeah, and I mean, that's not all like blaring in my face, but, you know, just because of the environment, it still lingers around a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there is, I, I guess I'm going to leave you with a teaser. You're leaving me. No! <laughs> The, the you was the listeners in general, and I'm also not leaving them. Okay, good. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I, I'm going to leave with a bit of a teaser here because I don't think I'm ready to publicize this on the podcast, just because okay. I'm not sure how things are going to happen. But there's there's kind of some major thoughts and things going on that maybe will come up in a couple weeks. All right. Can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally fine. We don't talk about yeah. everything on this podcast, you know. So rather than, you know, like feeling depression, I'm just kind of feeling like stuck and confused because I'm not mm. sure what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I think we're both feeling kind of the same today in that yeah. regard. Um, So it, I'm sorry, I feel like I'm just breezing past you. Is there anything else you wanted to what else has been going on in your week? Um, Aside from that work stuff. Not too much. Um, I think maybe a little bit of the depression as well, because I do feel like there's some things that I keep telling myself I'm going to make myself do it. And I keep not in favor of laying on my couch with my animals and playing on my phone. That is a <laughs> an amazing segue into our topic, actually. Because okay. what you're describing is procrastination. procrastination. Okay, so... <laughs> You know that uh, you listeners, I should say, know that we've tried to do these palate cleansers in the past, like a quiz at the end of the episode to break up the dark mood, heavy mood. Mm -hmm. And like, they haven't really been consistent. And so um, before we talk about the topic today, I want to <laughs> take a five minute quiz. Okay. I'm, I, I just sprung this on Lauren last minute. Uh, so this is a quiz from Psychology Today, not BuzzFeed. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> yeah. it is... The procrastination test. Oh, boy. So we're going to find out what kind of procrastinator we are. Oh, so we're all procrastinators. Just what kind? Yeah, I just <laughs> wanted to jump into the topic. Like, yeah. Like a polar plunge, if you will. You okay. Know? Well, that was disappointing. We just tried to take this Psychology Today quiz to tell us what kind of procrastinators we are, and then they want you to pay money to look at the full report. Yeah, it, it was just, it. it's like the kid in, in a Christmas story where at the end he's like a fucking advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so procrastination. We asked the listeners a question this week about what do you put off, even though you know it would be good for your mental health? Mm -hmm. And I think it's obvious the reason that we ask that question is because we do it a lot. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to see, like, if there's anything I want with this episode, it's to give people ideas of, like, little things they can do to meet their goals. Like, and I'm talking about attainable goals, mm -hmm. you know, like little things. Um, some of the answers had to do with, like, quitting your job or, like, for me, one of the big things that I kept thinking of was going to therapy. Like, I procrastinate mm -hmm. that. But also, like, I don't have health insurance right now. You can't just quit your job on a whim. Not always, you know. Like, right. I want I really, those are definitely valid. But I, I want to focus on, like, little things okay. that we procrastinate. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, that was kind of my disclaimer moment. But what, what about you? Like, what are your thoughts about this question? And, like, what is your experience with procrastination? Um, I don't know how much I would say this is something that affects my, my mental health, but I mean, I think it could in a way, I feel like I put off things that I need to do for my physical health because I am terrible at like making any sort of doctor appointments and especially things that are preventative, like go yeah. to a dentist, you know, I haven't gotten a pap smear in like four years at this point <laughs> Oof, same yeah yeah 
And now that I'm old enough, I realized I also have to start getting my boobies squished. Oh, fun. Yeah. (laughs) I also procrastinate that stuff. I don't like to think about the fact that I have a body. And Mm -hmm. so taking care of that body is not always something that I've assigned a priority. Mm -hmm. Um, And let me just say that like mental health and physical health are absolutely linked. Hot take. Yeah, I know that. I felt that too. I just... I didn't know how to make the connection. I'm just like, I I know like feeling good and yeah, doing the right things for yourself. (laughs) Oh yeah. I mean, to us it's obvious, but I just wanted to say that like that absolutely does count. I think Mm -hmm. like a lot of the, like that's another thing, physical health. Like I have a mixed relationship with that because Mm -hmm. I, I think a lot of goals, especially this time of year, like we're early in the year, people have a lot of goals with like weight they want to lose or like exercise they want to do that mm-hmm. they and, and I don't know if if that is exactly what we're talking about either. For me, um, I know that I put off um, these sorts of things. Because, I mean, for one thing, because the topic that we've talked about a lot, which is, you know, minimalization, minimization, (laughs) I did not say it correctly the first time. (laughs) Kudos for trying. Yeah. (laughs) But, but that, and also the, the way, I mean, I guess this is the way that I was taught to minimize, which is, um, my, my parents not necessarily having the best health insurance and, me not having a lot of like physical sickness and everything. So, you know, like them saying, we didn't take you for to a doctor for 12 years when you were a kid. It's because you were never sick. And so that's how I learned. Like, I don't even know how, if, if something's wrong with me, do I just call up a doctor's office and be like, hey, can I come see you? What a revolutionary <laughs> idea, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's kind of just like, I feel just like, yeah, like floating, like, I don't even understand how to do this. Aren't you supposed to find me and say, we noticed you're feeling bad. What can we do? Exactly. Yeah. I think for me, like you, I was thinking of doctor's appointments and like therapy, things that I can't really access, but I know I need to do, but I keep putting, I know there's resources mm-hmm. out there if I wanted to access these things, like yeah. as a poor person without health insurance, there's right. options, but it takes so much time and energy to look into those options. And I don't have the knowledge, like I'm new to the area. There's no one to really show me the ropes. And so I think one thing that I procrastinate is what I call compromised self-care. Mm-hmm. So like, I can't be in therapy right now, but a compromise might be to reach out and talk to a parent or a friend. But in my head, because I don't have access to that quote unquote real care right away, I just put off the alternative because I think, what's the point? Like, again, because depression, I'm like, (laughs) what's the point? Like, um, I'm not on meds right now. I desperately need to be on meds for my Mm -hmm. depression and for my undiagnosed ADHD. Yes. Um, And like, I've talked about my cannabis use before. And like, I've been using Kratom to kind of regulate my mood. And so one thing that I've been putting off this week is like buying Kratom. Like it costs $8. It, I know it makes me feel better. It's not bad for me, but there's this stigma I have, like, it's not real. It's not as valid as like real meds. So like, what's the point? So I put it off and I put it off and I just become more and more miserable, even though I have access to this thing that could help me. It's like, it's a compromise. And so that's what I procrastinate. Okay. But also, you know, I procrastinate on actual self-care, like showering and stuff like that. Um, A lot of these things are things that listeners bring up that we can get into more. But um, that's just kind of what I have to say right off the bat. Today, my plans, this is is good too, because I... I don't remember now if I mentioned it on a podcast or if I told you afterwards, like what I was going to do, but it, it was several weeks ago at this point, I said, Oh, I'm going to set up my, my music space in my storage room. That's still the plan for today. Yes. (laughs) All right. You said it on the podcast. That's scary. Yeah. (laughs) No, the listeners don't put any pressure on us. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves. Maybe you should put more pressure on us guys. Yeah. <laughs> this is now an account a forced accountability podcast. Exactly. Um, speaking of listeners, let's get into some of the listener comments for this poll. Good. Okay. Um, so we got a lot of comments on our Instagram post that were really relatable. Mm-hmm. So the first one is from at Copeland.madeline. 
And they say that the thing they procrastinate is getting meds for my anxiety, TBH. (laughs) And like, we were just talking about this. It's like, you know what you need, but getting it, there's so many hurdles to getting it. Or like, they might be real hurdles, or they might be hurdles that you build up in your mind, Mm -hmm. you know, and then it just doesn't happen. But once you actually like, take steps to making it happen, like, most of these things can be broken down into smaller steps. It's just true. Yeah. I don't know. And you don't have to feel yeah, like you have failed at something because you didn't do it all at once. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's something with me is if I think like, oh, there's something I need to do. And yes, there's all these small steps, but I need to do it. So if I don't complete it all at one time, I've failed. It's like, no, you just made some progress towards it. Yeah. Madeline, I think you'd be interested in hearing this. Um, I... I... I listen to a lot of podcasts these days because I'm depressed and I'm lonely. And like, that's the whole reason I got into podcasts in 2018 was because I was depressed and I was lonely. And I listened to this one about ADHD yesterday. um, Okay, so the podcast is called Hacking Your ADHD. Mm -hmm. And this episode is called The Wall of Awful. With Brendan, oh, Brendan Mayhem. Love it. Okay. Yeah, so I, disclaimer, I didn't finish it. But the part that I listened to was talking about when you make a list of things you need to do and, you know, the things that you put the most importance on, they might mm-hmm. not be any more difficult than the other things, but you put so much importance on it, you kind of surround it with this, they say, wall of awful. And every time you think about doing it, you just slam against that wall of awful and you just feel like awful until mm-hmm. it becomes insurmountable. And so like when, when Madeline was saying like the thing that she procrastinates is getting meds for her anxiety. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. That's one of those things that it's like you're anxious trying to do it. And you're almost like fighting against yourself to do what you're trying to do. Yeah. When you have mental Uh, illness, it's it's like an added difficulty to doing any of this stuff. mm -hmm. Um, You want to read the next one? Yeah. So this is (laughs) this is from the dot water dot bear. And it says, oof, I'll say it in all caps, quitting my job. (laughs) Yeah, and you responded. You I responded in all caps also, I've been there more than once. Yeah, so I mean, we did t- say on the top of the episode that quitting your job is definitely something you can't just knock out in a day, Yeah, you know? But I think there are a lot of people listening who maybe that's something they know they have to do, but they keep procrastinating. And I, I wanted mean, to ask what your experiences are. The The one that I would say was more procrastination than just I am unable to do this at this time was when I worked third shift at the casino. Keep coming and back to that casino job. It sounds pretty I know. I mean, third shift at a casino. I think yeah. you just say that phrase. That exactly. already sounds terrible. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, so obviously that was pretty bad for my mental health. I mean, I'm sleeping during the day and up at night. That's generally not good for anyone. No. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what I feel like what you end up doing when you're just like so depressed that... Yeah, a lot of people just end up defaulting to that schedule. And well, it doesn't help. And like, like I said, I've been thinking a lot about what I need right now in my life. And I think if your job is like keeping you up all night or interrupting your your flow in a way that is really hurting you, that is definitely mm-hmm. something to consider. Like whether you really need that. I mean, everyone needs a job. I feel like yeah. <laughs> we sound so privileged and like, but we're in the same boat, right? Like we've all had to work jobs that we didn't like for to survive. Yeah. And I feel like I knew for a while that it's not that I didn't like need the money to keep going at this job, but I feel like I made the decision like months before I actually quit that it was so bad for me that I was just like, I'm better off quitting and finding some and putting that energy after quitting into finding something new because I don't have the energy right now. And it is just like so bad for me that it's better for me to be poor. Yeah, (laughs) that's what we're talking about. We're talking about situations like that. Yeah. And so, but I put it off and I'm thinking one of the main reasons is like one of the things that made it so terrible is that there was this like 
three month process from the date you got hired to when you were actually able to start working because they do this extensive background check like extensive training yeah and so we were literally working at half staff it was like a full staff I found out was supposed to be 70 people and I think we had 34 and but because of this process like it's taking like so long for people to get in there and so I feel like I didn't quit for a long time because I felt guilt tripped like oh I can't you know they they don't even have close to enough people I I can't leave and just be another one that you know makes it so that people can't have breaks during an eight-hour shift because we don't have enough people yeah oh my god that reminds me of something else I procrastinate which is taking care of myself at the expense of other people Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I don't procrastinate as much when it comes to other people's needs. Like the work example you were just giving is perfect because I feel like mm-hmm. we, we all do that at work. Like someone in that stupid quiz we tried taking that we cut out of the episode, <laughs> we, yeah. there was a question that was like, when um, your, your, work, your boss gives you a terrible review in front of coworkers and then gives you another project, <laughs> what do you do? Like, do you start right away? Do you wait? Do you just refuse to do it? And we both answered very similarly, like, I do it right away. Because yeah, we hate to it, inconvenience other people. Yeah, it's kind of like, it can supersede uh, procrastination when I'm just thinking like, oh my god, I gotta show that I'm a decent person. Yeah. Like, you just made me feel horrible in front of all these people. But then we procrastinate the things that we could do for ourselves and mm-hmm. and the result is often disastrous yes yeah we never learn we never <laughs> learn um the next comment is from at poet.r.b.simon um and it's just one word exercise <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean we both have a history of eating disorders, and so exercise is kind of a complicated topic for us, but exercise can absolutely be good for your mental health. I mean, it yeah. is. Like, when I get outside for breath of fresh air, it can absolutely make the difference between a shitty day and, like, an okay day. Yeah, and that was part of why I was telling Christina in the beginning that my day didn't start out like hers. I feel like mainly because I had to take my dog out to pee. Because that, I feel like, is what kind of jump-started me. I was, yeah, sitting in bed just like, I I can't do this. And then I just took him out because I had to. And thinking, like, when I come in, I'm just going to go right back to bed. But when I came in, I'd been outside. So I was like, oh, I'll make my coffee now. And then I saw a jigsaw puzzle. So, yeah, that was totally what got me started. (laughs) So exercise is definitely something that is good. But we do progress. Excuse me. I just, I got... I'm drinking a monster, so I'm like burpy. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I was gonna yeah. say. <laughs> That's a good I think one. We've, think we've said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, and then the last comment. Um, they want to be anonymous, but do you want to read that one? Yes, because I love this one. Unfollowing accounts that affect my mental health. Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't have to add the can yeah. I submit anonymously because yeah. you just said that. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for your comment. Um, also, side note, if you guys ever want to request to be anonymous, you absolutely can. Mm-hmm. We've I've had guests like before you came on as co-host. I had a few guest interviews that were anonymous. So oh yeah, that is, I, I saw that on some of them. Yeah, yeah. that's absolutely a thing. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I I do this all the time, and we we've talked about it on the podcast before. How mm-hmm. we follow these accounts that we know aren't good for us, but like unfollowing them to me sometimes feels personal yeah like it's usually accounts that I I started following because I resonated with them or I liked them and then you know over the years maybe I don't need that anymore but I feel like if I unfollow them it'll be like an insult to them even though it doesn't matter I would even take this a step further sometimes it feels you know in the real life version, unfollowing friends that affect my mental health. Oh my God, totally. And we've talked about this before too, where you, where you realize like with someone like, I I can't be in your life right now. <laughs> yeah. But it, I mean, you have to ask yourself like, what will you be losing by unfollowing those accounts? I'm trying to think of a specific example. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean... There's a friend that I have that got married recently and 
for months leading up to the wedding, she was posting about like wedding weight loss. Yeah. And I, yeah. And, um, this is someone that I don't talk to really in real life. And I don't even know if she would notice that I would unfollow her. There's not a lot to lose by doing that. But at the same time, part of me wants to know what's going on. Like I have this curiosity, like if I unfollow Mm -hmm. them, I won't know what's going on every second. Yeah, like, I am invested in your life at this point. (laughs) So we procrastinate on following them. But then, like, let's say I did follow her for longer than I needed to. Because Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I did procrastinate. Then we wouldn't get closer because of it. I would just be in the same position, just seeing her stuff, you know. And, like, that's not to say you can't follow them again later. But sometimes you just need to take that action for yourself. Just click on follow, you know. It Mm -hmm. takes a second odds are you won't even think about it the next day you'll forget you didn't even you even unfollowed them true yeah you know <laughs> do you have any examples for this one or are there any accounts that like you feel like you should unfollow but well you might not want to answer that yeah <laughs> but but for me um i i do feel like similar to the the real life example which is it's usually people that i feel like close to in some way I don't know if I even think like it's going to bother them because, you know, that's that's part of my my issues is I don't think that people care that much if I'm in their life or not. But yeah, yeah, I think it's like you. I feel like the missing out that it's just kind of like, oh, you know, like I felt like I related to you and I'm just like not giving myself a chance to maybe make a stronger tie with someone that I feel, yeah, some connection with because I'm just going to cut you out instead. Yeah. Well, that's another thing when you, when it is harder to make connections where we are very slow to break off the connections we have because we're worried. I mean, we've talked about this in the past too. Like we're worried we won't find new ones. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a good way to put it. That's really accurate. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, but then you have all these, your feed is full of things that just make you feel bad about yourself. Yeah. And that's why sometimes you just have to flat out step away I've had to do that on Facebook several times and actually it's less people that are, you know, like struggling with mental health things that I can't read. It's usually because people are getting way too vocal about like their political and their, their worldview things. Yeah. But I mean, that is also because I feel like I see that and I just, it works up something inside, but I know it's not going to be. I, I'm not going to argue back with them. I I know that that serves no purpose, but it just like gives me like so much added stress because I just like write the whole argument in my head instead. Yes. <laughs> so oh yeah, God. it also is kind of like good for my mental health to be like, if everyone's going to be like this right now, I need to step away. Oh my God. Yeah, I can relate to that a lot. I feel like when I... Uh, sorry, I'm trying to collect my <laughs> thoughts. Um... It's also when I see people that are really vocal about their political views and it's stuff I agree with, mm-hmm. I think that can kind of be dangerous too sometimes because I'll start comparing myself to them and thinking that I should be doing more, but I don't have the energy to do more. And so I just start yeah. feeling bad about myself. Like when you're surrounded by dozens of calls to action every day, you can't, yeah. you just can't do all of it. Yeah. <laughs> and so like I have to limit that stuff too because it just doesn't it's not good for yep. my mental health. Yeah, right there with you. <laughs> yeah, finding the balance is really hard. I I think this is all very gray area like you can unfollow someone and then follow them again if you want to. Yeah, you you just stopped reading what they said for a bit. You didn't push them off a cliff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um well those are all the comments we got for procrastination okay i'm just wondering if you have anything else you want to add to the topic because i feel like i'm i I don't know i feel like there's still some stuff to say um definitely and i think the big problem is (laughs) like it keeps playing in my head i was like it'd be really good to say what i said up top i didn't want to talk about yet (laughs) that really fit with the topic oh wait are you talking about it now no. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're just talking about talking about it again. Exactly. <laughs> um, 
There was something that I, I've been wanting to talk about on the podcast forever that has to do with this. Have you mm-hmm. ever heard of the term revenge procrastination? I might have, but I don't know offhand what it is. Okay, so this is actually really cool. So um, revenge procrastination, as defined by uh, the sleepfoundation.org, refers to the decision to delay sleep in response to stress or a lack of free time earlier in the day. So what it is, is basically you feel like you don't have any time to do the stuff you want to do in the day. And mm-hmm. then, and so you try to cram it all in at night and you keep putting off going to sleep, trying to do all the stuff you want to do. And you can okay. imagine the effect that, that can have yeah. on your mental health. <laughs> I don't think it's good. No. And this is something <laughs> that has been coming up a lot in recent conversations, like on social media, it's kind of a buzzword. Uh, but mm-hmm. I just wanted to talk about it because I feel like listeners could relate. Yeah. We've said this before. Sleep is so fucking important. I don't think you can downplay the importance of sleep. No. But also so I, is like doing pers- like pursuing your hobbies and having time to yourself is really important too. No matter what it is, if it's like sleeping too much, not sleeping enough, sleeping at the wrong times, I feel like almost every single like mental health thing that you can think of fucks up sleep somehow. Yep. Like, it always plays out in sleep at some point. <laughs> Well, what do you mean by that? I, I just mean that, that yeah, that it's like certain things people deal with make them sleep too much. Uh, you know, like if it's depression, you might just want to sleep all day. If it's anxiety, maybe it's keeping you up all night. I just feel like everything you can think of fucks with your sleep. Oh, totally. So, yeah, when you do struggle with mental health, sleep is both the most important thing, but also the most unattainable thing, like to have a steady sleep schedule. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, when you introduce this like revenge procrastination, like I definitely tell myself every night, I'm going to go to bed at 930. Like I've had a bad day. I'm like today, for instance, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not feeling great right now. Like I can't really put my thoughts together cohesively. And I know that sleeping, like going to bed early would help me. But then like, my my dad's taking me to the symphony tonight, you know, like, which mm-hmm. is fun, but it's, it's, we're going to be out till 10. And then I know my partner will be home when I get back and we haven't seen each other all day. So I'll hang out with him for yeah, a little bit. And then like, I'm reading like five library books right now. You know, I, it's always like the hour I go to bed, I'm like, oh, I, I need to read. And so yeah. I'll try to read. And, and then it's like, oh, there's a podcast I haven't listened to. I want to put that on uh-huh. while I brush my teeth. Yes. And then before I know it, it's like 1 a.m., yeah. And I'm, I feel miserable and I feel like I haven't done anything. And so that mm-hmm. I think is what I'm, uh, it sucks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been there too. Um, if you were done with that. Oh yeah, I'm I wanted, done. Yeah. Okay. Cause uh, I just uh, wanted to bring up like the first thing that I thought of before you described it, when you said revenge procrastination, which is not quite the same thing. I was thinking of, um, how if if trying to set up my my scene um if, if a friend yes <laughs> you know let, let's say like you and a friend were going to do something and then they had to cancel and then you know like they didn't really plan to reschedule or something like that so like I'm feeling the disappointment of that and I decide that I am not going to contact that person until they contact me. Mm. Like I'm, I'm waiting for them to realize like, oh, wow, Lauren's been really silent. You know, I haven't seen her in a while. Maybe I should see how she is. And I'm just like sitting there like, the longer you don't, the less you care about me. Oh, my God. That is such a good example. I wish there was a word for that. <laughs> I thought it was revenge procrastination, <laughs> but I guess it's not. I do that, too. I will. Mm-hmm. I mean, procrastinating on on investing in friendships or reaching out, like, especially if that situation happens. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, that's been happening to me a lot lately. It's like every time I try to hang out with someone, it doesn't work out. And so then I'm like, I'm just going to be quiet and make them miss me. And then nothing happens. Exactly. (laughs) Well, I don't know how to fix my procrastination. I just feel really shitty about it now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That didn't really help me except to identify it some more. (laughs) This podcast isn't always for feeling good. Yeah. We're not self-help. We're just 
talking about it. Um, I asked Brett what his answer to this question was, and he said mm-hmm. the thing he procrastinates is making lists of things that he can do. Oh. And I, I was trying to rack my mind for things we could tell listeners because I seem to have this idea that we have to give people advice on this fucking podcast, even though that's not what this <laughs> is at all. But right. like, I was like, okay, maybe you can make a list. But what if you procrastinate making the list? Yeah. You know, like... Ugh. I'm the opposite. I'm making lists all the time. I just procrastinate at doing the list. Yeah. <laughs> but that's interesting to think, yeah, like... If I list it out, then, you know, maybe it'll be organized and I can get started, but I don't have time to make this list. (laughs) I have, um, what I found to be helpful is I have multiple lists in different Mm -hmm. formats. So like I have lists on my phone, I have lists like on my desk and like seeing it in multiple places does help. Mm, Um, and making reminders on my phone. Yeah, I do that a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Like stuff like that. It helps a little bit, but I think what helps the most is honestly just like slowing down and, mm-hmm. and taking a break and thinking about what is really the highest priority and what can afford to be skipped. Because, like, we procrastinate because we feel like we can't do things in the moment, whether we don't have any time or whatever. But, like, maybe ask yourself, why am I procrastinating? Mm-hmm. Like, is it because you really don't have time or is there a deeper reason? Like, yeah. And I, I think that would be a good first step. Like, yeah, maybe that. I should, maybe I can't do this. Like, maybe that's the answer. Maybe you really can't right now. Right. Like, you, that's what I was thinking. Like, if you're beating yourself up because you feel like you're procrastinating, then maybe if you realize, yeah, that it's just like, I, <laughs> I'm actually not in a space where I can do this or I just don't have the time. It's legit. I'm not just sitting here procrastinating. Yeah. The, the moral of this episode is that this, it's okay to procrastinate. <laughs> you thought we were going to say something else. <laughs> But no, I mean, maybe the fact that you are per- constantly procrastinating just means that you need to take some time and like, yeah. prior- like not prioritize, strategize a little bit or like narrow yeah, down our, your list. Our, our brains and bodies, I feel like, are really good at telling us things that we don't ever listen to. <laughs> so yeah, it could be saying like, you need to slow down, like you said. <laughs> yeah. So maybe the thing that you shouldn't procrastinate is listening to yourself. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. I, I like to pull out these quotable moments every now and then. Um, speaking of quotable moments, I finally got to record Brett for this podcast. Ooh. He okay. doesn't he doesn't want to come on the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. he's very adamant about that, but That's fine. I got him to record something that I think would be the perfect way to end this episode. Okay. And it's in Trello. It's play at the end. Yep. <laughs> so tell me what you said just a second ago regarding life well you know what they say either you're raw dog in life or life's raw dog in you (laughs) (laughs) and that That pickles and vodka everybody (laughs) there you have it from Brett himself Mm -hmm. um (laughs) Yeah, life sucks sometimes, but we're here with you, and yeah. we hope you come back next week. Yes! <laughs> I hope that I'm not so depressed. I, I feel like I haven't done Lauren Rambles for promotions oh, for a thank while. God. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did, like, check things out a little bit, and this is um, partially inspired by our, our last commenter, which was my friend Renee, who I got to um, to listen for the first time. And she was very impressed that you had a little plug on the Dopey podcast. You know, she listened to it and she was like, that's going to get you listeners. She's like, what did she say? She was just said something like they are like rabid and curious or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I went to the I've been doing more promotion on Reddit this week too, just like kind of sharing the podcast in various places. Yeah, so that got me curious, and I kind of, like, checked our stats to see, like, oh, did more people listen? And I did notice, um, maybe I was on Apple Podcasts, I saw we've had a recent new review. What? It was just January 25th of this year. What? I haven't seen this. Yeah. So Can you whoever, read it? Uh, no, I don't have it pulled up. I just put the date down because I was impressed it was so recent. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait. I want to read it now. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Yeah. Finish say, finish what you're gonna you finish your rambling rambling promotion. Okay, so <laughs> so some um 
Some of it said, like, link to how you can support this podcast. I know we never do that and anything like that, but it did pull up. Like, you can subscribe, and one of the options was for, like, one cent per month or per week or something like that. So I don't want to ask for a lot of money, but maybe if someone wants to do it at the one cent level, then after, like, five years, we could each buy a coffee. (laughs) Yeah, that would be rad. I know. Like, next time we meet, we could say, like, this is our listener-supported coffee. (laughs) Okay, I found the review. Okay. It is from K-S-H-A-Y-H. Okay. And it says, love it. New to this pod and loved listening to the backlog. Such a good listen. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, Give us more reviews, y'all. We, we will read them on mm-hmm. the podcast. <laughs> you don't even have to put your real name. Unless you don't want us to. You can say that too. But <laughs> my mom posted a review and her username mm-hmm. was Mir Asylum. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. But yeah, um, follow us on Instagram at Pickles and Vodka Podcast. Uh, you can answer the upcoming polls and comment and just let us know you're listening. It means the world. Yep. <laughs> um, my personal Instagram is at XTinaJumper. You can follow along with the depression journey. My personal Instagram that I actually answer is at Pico Suave, Suave spelled S-A-U-V-E. Oh my God, Lauren, I, I watched my first Rico Suave music video this week. <gasps> I didn't even know who he was because I grew up homeschooled. And yeah. so it was only then that I realized that your dog's Instagram is a pun. Yeah, and it wasn't even by me. It was um, a friend that that met him for the first time. And she says, do you ever call him Pico Suave? And I remember looking at her like... <laughs> Well, I do now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, um, I don't know how to move forward from that. So uh, we love you guys. Follow us. um, Follow us. Give us reviews. Listen to some more. (laughs) And don't procrastinate listening to Pickles and Vodka. And maybe donate one cent. (laughs) Maybe donate one cent. (laughs) All right. Bye. Till next week. Yep. Bye.